Welcome back to the Broken Rising podcast. And in this two-part episode, we're going to be talking about relationship restoration with a church leader who wounded you. And in this episode, we're going to talk about when that's possible. Welcome to the Broken Rising podcast. The mission of Broken Rising Ministries is to help those who have been wounded by a church leader find healing, embrace faith once again, and continue on the journey of their calling. Here's your host, Gary Dunn. The devil has many goals in his attack on the church, but one of his most successful attacks has been in the area of destroying church relationships. Unity in the body of Christ is one of the most powerful evangelism tools that we have, especially when that unity is welcoming and inviting. Remember, there's no country club Christianity that you can find supported in the Bible. The unity that we have in the body of Christ is always meant to be welcoming and inviting to those in the world and those in the church. And so we have to remember that that is what true unity looks like. Of course, that'll be a subject for a podcast, for another podcast, not this one. But when the body of Christ is walking in relational health with each other, it's unstoppable because it's such a contrast with this broken and divided world that we live in. All right, that was what the first Christians encountered uh, in the first few centuries, the, the believers that we read about when we open up the book of Acts, that there was this unity in the body of Christ, that they loved each other. It didn't matter what social standing they had, how, much, how rich they were, how poor they were, how much influence they had. It didn't matter. The, the, the early Christians loved each other, and it was a powerful witness to, to their world at the time. And it's the same thing for the body of Christ now. So the devil just dines out on the pain and the wounding and the disenfranchisement that happens when a staff pastor or a lay leader is abused by a senior leader in the church because it's such a terrible witness to the world. It tells the world that the church is a horrible place to be. It's a place of hypocrisy and it's a place of politics and it's a place of uh, basically that country club for me and not you kind of place. It's not a very loving place when the church is not walking in the unity of Christ. And so that's what we're going for. We want to see there be unity in the body of Christ. So when a breaking under happens, is a restoration with uh, of the relationship with the leader who abused you, is it even possible? When the answer is yes, sometimes it is possible. And in this episode, we're going to go over when a relationship can be restored which of course is the goal for every broken under relationship uh, that happens. All right. So when can a relationship with a, a leader that has wounded you, when can it be restored? Well, a relationship restoration is possible when you're ready. Now, the error of this uh, is using time as an excuse to never take the journey of healing from the wounding and abuse that you received and never get to the place where we say, I forgive you. All right, that's the error. And of course, the other error is that uh, that a restoration with a former leader cannot be rushed prematurely. Okay, you cannot rush into uh, seeing a relationship with that former leader restored because unless you're at the place where you are walking in, in spiritual, emotional health and wholeness, uh, all you're going to do is reignite old conflicts. So like we talked about in the last episode, sometimes it takes seasons and years to forgive your former leader for what they did to you. 
You've been wounded and hurt by a leader's spiritual and emotional abuse of you. And apart from a miraculous instantaneous healing, which the Lord does, the Lord will often take you on a longer journey that will see the healing of your pain last. And that's the benefit of taking a long journey uh, of healing or a longer one as opposed to instantaneous. Sometimes the Lord has it in his will that, that there will be an instantaneous healing and you'll have that freedom in your spirit. But often, as long as the season was that you were wounded and abused under and the circumstance, it, it's, it sometimes will be commensurate the amount of time and the seasons that you'll see the Lord will take you on that, that journey of healing. I mean, it's not a one-for-one one ratio, but instantaneous healing, when it comes to being uh, abused and wounded, I mean, it takes time for wounds to heal. And even the Lord likes to take that time because he's not in a rush. What he's most interested in is that when you get healed, the healing sticks. That that spiritual and emotional freedom you find in Christ uh, from, from that wounding and, and abuse that you received, that that healing sticks. That's what the Lord is most concerned about. So if he has to take an extra season uh, to do things in your life that is going to uh, show his love and uh, the wholeness that he wants for you to have, he'll take that time. So once the Lord heals those deep issues of the heart and you then you can forgive the leader for what they did to you, only then is that relationship uh, possible to be restored. All right. Again, you can't prematurely engage with a former leader who hurt you or it will reignite the conflict. Healing and forgiveness needs to come first. All right. So relationship restoration is possible with a former leader, but you got to be ready for it. You got to be ready. You have to have take uh, the journey of healing. Of course, don't embrace either side of the pendulum. All right. Don't use time as an excuse to never take the journey of healing to forgiveness. And at the same time, if you're not ready, you will just reignite the conflict. So the second thing is that relationship restoration is possible when the person takes responsibility for their abuse. Luke chapter 17, verses 3 and 4 reads, So watch yourself. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times a day and seven times come back, comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. So because this is a two-part focused episode, I'm not going to get into when restoration is not possible with a leader and how to journey that out in a godly way that leads to spiritual and emotional health. Because it is possible to still walk in freedom when relationship restoration isn't possible. But here's the, here's the one thing that, that, I, that we really need to get. Is that there is no scriptural limitations on forgiveness and restoration ever. Jesus is making this point uh, that seven times seven is a lot of times. And most scholars will tell you this was seven times seven per day. We rarely meet that threshold. And that's not the point Jesus is making. The point Jesus is making is that's a lot of times that we are to always look for forgiveness and uh, we are to always look for a restoration with a relationship. I love how Jesus opens up this statement. He says, so watch yourselves. Watch yourselves that you don't fall into the trap of unforgiveness, that you don't fall into the place where you say in your heart, that person did so much wrong to me that that I'm never going to forgive them. And even though you might not even say that out loud, 
that sentiment is locked in your spirit. And when it's locked there, like a seed, like good seed produces, good seed produces good fruit. The Bible talks about bad seed produces bad fruit. And so you don't want to have that unforgiveness in a place where it is locked in deep down where it can just bear bad spiritual fruit in your life. Jesus is telling us, watch yourself. If your brother brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. So if you're in a place where where you might not be able to have a restored rest or a, a restored relationship with that former leader of yours, you can certainly be at the place where if they actually do repent, you have to forgive them. I mean, it's not an option. The Lord won't force you to forgive. I mean, it's but it's really not an option. And so we want to get to this place where uh, if there is repentance, that we forgive them. And that's the key. Restoration is possible when responsibility is taken. So if we're healed and we're ready to forgive and, and we're ready to re-enter into a relationship with the, the leader who once mistreated you and they take responsibility for their abuse, restoration is possible. So what does it look like when somebody takes responsibility for their abusive behavior specific to you? All right, so... There's three things that I can think of, three kind of conditions here that that uh, that I see found in the scripture that are kind of, you know, underlying in the scripture there that, that we need to be aware of. So the first one is that your former leader admits that their wounds and actions towards you were abusive, not just expressing regret that they offended you. That's just simply a cop-out when people say, well, you know, I'm sorry you're offended. I'm sorry you got hurt. I'm sorry you're wounded. All right, that is not them taking responsibility for what they did. And we've all done this at different times. Now, it's different when it's in uh, in the condition of, you know, the circumstances of there's a disagreement, right? And that disagreement is heated, but relationship and love and fellowship and grace and kindness to each other isn't broken. You're just disagreeing. You're just, and that happens to all of us all the time where we say, well, let's agree to disagree. And I'm sorry that you don't see my point and you're a little hot under the collar about it. But at the same time, uh, we, you need that that is, that's okay because kindness and grace and forgiveness and, and just uh, camaraderie and fellowship in the spirit and unity in the spirit isn't being broken. But the former leader, they need to admit that the words and the actions that they did to you were abusive. If not, they're really not repenting for it. They're just, they're just trying to be really, really nice. Uh, and so that is not the same thing as them taking responsibility. So the former leader must admit that their words and their actions uh, towards you were abusive. The second thing is, is that the former leader admits that their words and actions towards you caused you deep pain and that they're responsible. They don't need to understand the pain or how deep it is. It's not, it's not the, the heart of the Lord that people get tortured with their sins when they repent of them, all right? But they do need to have some sort of recognition that, yeah, it wounded them. They'll never probably ever able to be understand just how deep it was, how it, how it, how it, the, the, the wounding just, you know, scarred your, your soul. They'll never be able to understand that. But to, to, to recognize that, yes, they did cause some pain and that pain is probably deeper than they understand, they need to do that. The next thing is that their current words and actions show they've recognized their abusive ways 
and they have definitely changed how they will treat you and others. All right, and so now this seems like some, some really steep conditions. But if the leader who mistreated you has let go of their abusive ways and they take responsibility for them, you can be restored to a relationship with them. And that's the goal. So that relationship restoration is possible when the person takes responsibility for it. And that's what Jesus is talking about in Luke chapter uh, 17. He's saying that if your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. And there is no limitation on that forgiving. But restoration is possible when, um, when they take responsibility for the for the abuse that they they've uh, they've and the wounding that they've done to you here's the thing unfortunately that's more rare than it should be but it is possible and when you pray for them and forgive them it's definitely possible that they come to the place where they recognize that the wounding that they did to you um that it's real it's true they need to take responsibility for it and in those conditions a relationship restoration with that leader who wounded you is possible so what does a, a restored relationship look like? Well, what it looks like really depends on a whole myriad of factors. How long were you in the relationship with the abusive leader before the abuse began? All right. So if you're in a, in a, in a relationship, say as a, say as a staff pastor, and you went years and years and years where things were really, really good. And then you had one season where it just went all downhill. That's going to be a factor as opposed to where you say, just arrive at a church, you just arrive at a post and uh, as, as some sort of staff pastor uh, or even key, a key lay ministry leader uh, and uh, you show up and then within the first season that you're there, the wounding and the abuse begins and then you're out after a short period of time. Those are dynamics that actually matter, all right, because that is going to determine how deep the pain and the wounding will go. All right, what was the dynamic of the relationship? Were you close with this senior leader in a, a partnership ministry kind of way, right? So that this particular senior church leader you were with, you were it was almost like a partnership as opposed to just you being kind of a, a, a cog in a large church staff kind of way and you really didn't have a huge relationship with that particular pastor. That's going to make that's going to make things different. All right? That's going to bring bring all sorts of different dynamics about whether or not uh, you can even have a restored relationship if uh, your senior pastor was more of a manager than a pastor. All right. And so those are factors. All right. Do you still minister in the same church or community? That's another factor. All right. Or, or, or is there all sorts of unresolved loose ends when it comes to the conflict, when it comes to the relationship dynamic? All right. And being in the same church community, that is a game changer. Um, sometimes... Uh, a walking away needs to happen, a season of uh, pastoral ministry change or lay leadership ministry change. And we're going to talk about that in, in another podcast, that we just don't pull the ejection button at the first sign of trouble. But at the same time, um, that, that those are going to be dynamics. How long did you serve under that leader? Was it a short period? Was it a long period? That's kind of like the first one that we talked about um, is, uh, is it was it, if it was just a short time, well, it's not going to be as dynamic as if you were served under that person for uh, many, many, many years and seasons, and then a broken under season happened. Is your restoration conversation going to be informal over coffee, 
or in a formal kind of office setting uh, where there's recording devices on and there's minutes being taken, that, that those are dynamics that are all a huge factor. All right, so a restoration could look like just you sitting down over coffee or having them over to your house or having a barbecue, going out for a meal, going fishing, whatever it is, all right, that you would do. And it's a very informal setting and there's some there's a, a real... Uh, unity in the spirit that is happening. And then sometimes it can be a whole lot more uh, mechanical and almost sterile. It's not that church offices or, you know, and, and boardrooms are the worst place to do things. We have those, we have those facilities for a reason, but, you know, is it going to be a more formal setting where formal apologies are exchanged and all the rest of it? Um, I would say what's better is the first one where you are in this relationship where there is friendship in the Lord it is always going to be better than when you, you know, kind of chisel out, you know, a contract or something. That's just, I don't even know if that would be considered a proper spiritual restoration of a relationship. So remember, even in relationship restorations, the relationship will look different moving forward. And that's key. That's huge that, that you can, you can never go back to Egypt. Right, you in and in, in particular when I think about Joseph, um, Joseph never went back to Canaan after he went to Egypt and all the adventures that he had there with the Lord. He never went back to his father's house in Canaan. He just never did. And so the relationship is always going to be different, whether you want it to be or not. That's because that leader is changed, or maybe they haven't changed, and preferably that you are taking a healing journey and you are seeing change in your own life. Um, but Things will never look exactly different, or sorry, exactly the same moving forward. They're going to look different. That's because trust, like money in a bank account, it's been used up and it's been spent. And like a savings account, that leader has to make new deposits of godly trust in your heart that show that there's a long-term pattern of spiritual and emotional health, and especially in the way that uh, that 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 relationship's going to look. So that's really important because uh, a restored relationship with a leader who wounded you, the only way that it's going to look anything like it did before was that that same level of trust is built up. And there's the added layer that that abuse and that wounding and that abuse of trust that happened to you from that leader, that has to be washed away in the spirit. That has to be washed away with patterns of walking in the fruits of the spirit from that leader and sometimes even yourself all right because you need to get to the place where that wounding and that uh that that abuse that hurt that pain doesn't double back in your heart and create bad fruits of the spirit such as faithlessness and cynicism all right and hatred and anger and and all those all those bad things that we know that come out of an abusive and a, a wounding season in our lives. So remember, if these dynamics are met, it's possible to move forward and see a relationship with a former senior church leader that, that wounded you. It's possible to see them restored. All right, but those conditions are prime because if those conditions aren't met, all it is is an open door for uh, the conflict to reignite and for you to be re-wounded and for abuse to happen again. All right, so remember that the relationship that you're in, it's probably gonna look different. 
But it is possible to see a relationship wound uh, with a, a leader who wounded you be restored in the Lord. So next, is a, next episode, we're going to be talking about when a relationship with a leader in the church isn't possible. And so we're going to be diving into that. And the most important thing about that is you're going to discover is that there is still a way to walk in the Lord's health and healing and forgiveness, even though the relationship itself can't be repaired, especially repaired to the way that it once was before that senior leader wounded you. So thanks for tuning into this podcast. Again, I want to remind you uh, to you know hit all the like buttons and hit all the subscribe buttons. We're on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and iTunes. That's where you can get this podcast and other resources. Check out brokenrising.com, which is the website where you'll find other resources such as a bi-weekly uh, blog that is that it uh, that comes out that I write every single week. And so uh, want want to just make you uh, aware of that that you can uh, get a hold of those. So hit all those likes and subscribe buttons and the bells and all the rest and um, spread the word. This ministry uh, is a new ministry that is here to minister to those who have been wounded uh, by uh, senior church leaders, specifically staff, pa staff pastors and lay leaders uh, in the church, which covers a lot of people. Um, but uh, it's even a ministry that I would even uh, would hope and pray would help, uh, say, senior pastors who have been through similar journeys, say, with boards and all the rest. So uh, these principles are based in the word, they're universal. And so spread the word because we want to see as many people who have been wounded um, by their involvement in the church uh, get healing and move again, uh, move on again with their, their, their gifting and their calling in the Lord. All right, so we will see you next episode on the Broken Rising podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. For more podcasts and resources, please visit brokenrising.com and connect with our pages on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is copyright Broken Rising Ministries.